0: Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of Sunday voor maar 1 euro per stuk. En dat is nog niet alles. Alle kingdeals zijn
1: maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Boo! Welcome along once more to the Herald Express Devin Live Yellow Army Chalky hey. United podcast. How many more to go? How many more to go? Well, this is. I mean, there's one more to go after this one. Before the end of the season, and I'm
0: pretty sure we'll be (laughs) (laughs) almost bound to pitch in after that. Whatever happens,
1: I would think so. But if we if it was the sharp end the week before last, the sharper end last week, uh, it doesn't get very much sharper. (laughs) We were we're buoyed up by uh, a good win on Easter Monday, which we'll come to a little bit later on. Didn't we need that? Um, but there's a lot to talk about a lot's happened since last week two games let's talk about the Lincoln game first because they showed a lot of character up there Dave
0: well they did um, uh, you know you're still left with this gnawing nagging feeling of when you lead one nil away with four minutes to go yeah. against whoever it's against let alone the leaders You you really must not lose that match mm-hmm. but Uh, um, uh, You know, coming away from Sinsel Bank, by the way, what a fantastic atmosphere there. I've been going to Sinsel Bank for 40-odd years, the old ground and the new, and I don't think I've ever heard a crowd like that, plus um, 1,000. They were squeezing them in all over the place. I know technically, apparently, the capacity of Sinsel Bank nowadays is 10,000. Well, I couldn't spot a spare (laughs) seat or anywhere around um,
1: and Torquay uh, were well uh, supported again I yeah think. nearly 200
0: yeah. Torquay fans every time it went quiet at the home in yeah. the home end you could hear <laughs> 200 Gulls fans trying desperately to, to to make some noise which they duly did um, and all credit to Torquay uh, um, it, it wasn't a vintage performance because it, it, it was never going to be but they got stuck in they had a plan they stuck to it uh, and they ground Lincoln yeah. almost to a standstill. And uh, when uh, Rory, Ke- Rory Keating, beg his pardon, threw himself at uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Jamie Reid's diagonal cross from the left and scored in the 76th yeah. minute. Um, uh, sacrilege, I know, but a little touch of the Steve Coopers there. Uh, yeah, uh, with the way we talked he a- about this last week, with, didn't we? We did, yeah. with, with, with the way he attacked that ball. Yeah. Uh, United strikers have not been getting on the end of crosses like that all season, I'm sorry to say, but he did. Um, um, y- you started, uh, as one <laughs> very emotional United fan said to me afterwards, we really started to dream. Uh, yeah, and, and, yeah. and and that's, of course, what kills you, isn't it? Um, it does. Anyway, four minutes to go, uh, um, uh, and United, Ben Goering was on the pitch by then, I think he was, I think I'm right in saying. Um, and Lincoln. Completely run out of ideas. Yeah. Whacked it up to old Matt Reed one more time. This time he wins it. Um, I bet he didn't uh, get off the ground either, did he? Not, no, just he doesn't get far off the ground. No, does he? it's just timing. It's just his timing, just his timing, it? just his timing yeah. you know. Um, and and I'm pretty sure I haven't had. A, I must have another look at the replays. That um, United still had three centre backs. It wasn't. It wasn't a, a centre back that actually went up with him. Mm. But he wins the flick on United. Don't get to the flick first. Their guy turns shoots Brendan Moore saves and again United aren't on the aren't on the third one so in in a way three times United have been beaten there yeah um, one all you think okay right a point is we'll still fine this. we'll yeah. definitely take that and then in the 88th minute have again with United conceded a free kick and have again smashed it into the the top left hand corner um, uh, and you just I, I think as, as quite a few of the fans were saying to me afterwards up there it's not about today it's not about the way that they lost that no. game it's about all those other games that they've lost in mm. such desperate circumstances some of them down to themselves you know many of them down to themselves we've yeah. all seen um, but it was almost like you know can can United be sure of a result at any stage of the match you know unless they're two or three goals clear no they probably aren't and um, And I think that was just the killer. But uh, they played well in that game. They played well in that game. Uh, um, Very solidly, gutsy. Um, uh, Jamie Reid and and Rory Keating could barely put one leg in front of another near the finish. They ran themselves into the ground. Um, And how they must have felt on the way home... Because everything else went wrong. Exactly. With with a three hour stop for a puncture (laughs) uh, 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 and then another coach backing in, cracking the window and uh, colliding with them at Gordano Services at Bristol. Uh, uh, To pick themselves up from that. Um, yeah. uh, and then you know, go again against Braintree, and I think against Braintree as well. It's very easy to forget that United were pretty ordinary for 25 minutes, half they an were, hour and against they, Braintree. They fell behind
1: to a really soft goal oh, as well, didn't goodness. they?
0: You know, the, how many headers did Braintree win oh. in our box for that first goal? Um, anyway, um, the goal down after to nine yeah. minutes, and then uh, United have a what we thought was was a. A good goal disallowed, yeah. not because of any offside call, but because I think we were all fairly convinced. And again, I must have a look I have haven't actually seen the replay of that—that that it actually came off a Dover player, uh, off a Braintree player. Yeah. But you know, anyway, that goal was disallowed. And as Kevin Nicholson said afterwards, it—you pro- it, know—it may well have turned out to have been the best thing that could happen
1: because it, it certainly raised the atmosphere. It, didn't it? it, it raised the, the temperature up a bit. Uh,
0: the referee Craig Hicks um, uh, was everybody's target. Yes. Um, uh, the team got a bit angrier, and and then it became the Brett Williams show, didn't it? And uh, it did. uh, um, he put a terrific equaliser away, a turn on the edge of the box, mm. um, and then after not long after half time, uh, bundled one in a proper good striker's, you know, yeah. loose ball. Yeah. Thank you very much. Bang. We'll have uh, that. yeah. That's right. We'll yeah. have it. Um, and then United, I thought they took over in the second half. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Hakan Haretin, the the Braintree manager before and after. I remember him as a he, very he was young here, wasn't he? A very yeah. young lad coming down on loan in 1992. Yeah. Um, Hakan, is a little midfield player. I think he was with Barnet at the time. Yeah. And uh, uh, saw him before the game. And he looked over and came over for a chat. And uh, he looked around. and he said, "My goodness, what a place this is!" Because he remembers the the old Playmore as it yeah, was yeah. then. It changed um, a bit, hasn't it? Absolutely. And uh, he was most impressed. Um, but he felt that, uh, as you would, I mean, it, everybody keeps talking about what a huge result at Torquay was. It was a, it was a desperate result for Braintree uh, yeah, and we'll get yeah, onto that in yeah. a minute. But, uh, he was really down in the dumps afterwards because it was, you know, they're now in the bottom four and yeah. with a huge job to get out of it. Um, uh, but but he 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 threw in the old full time part time thing that he felt that yeah. if his time if his team had been full time it would have been a lot sh- closer and Talkie's extra fitness and strength showed yeah. in the second half which is a which is a point you've got to probably admit but talk about that we'll talk about that yes, exactly. in a minute yes um, exactly but anyway United I thought yeah. thoroughly deserved to to to, to win and uh, Kevin was probably quite right to say that it could have been four or five it in could. the end and yeah. the guy who finished it off was a. Yeah, a couple of things to pick lad.
1: up from yeah. that. Um, first, first of all, the crowd, 2,580 oh, yeah. for a team that's sliding into the relegation zone. Great testament Ab- to how much Absolutely. people do still care about Absolutely. European, I, I mean,
0: I, I thought on the way, coming back from Lincoln, uh, I, I thought this could cost 500 on the gate on Monday. Yeah. Well, you imagine how many people might have been there. You know, I think nearly everybody would. You know, yeah. There was a lot of awfully p- committed people there on Monday who weren't going to miss it no matter what. Um, and it'll be the same against North Ferriby on Saturday week if, yeah. if, it, if, it, if everything's riding on that. But the um, point you're making is quite right, that to get that nearly yeah. 2,600 people there, uh, solidly behind the team, a tremendous, great atmosphere. Because Braintree only brought 30-odd, didn't they? Yeah, I'm surprised.
1: Yeah. I thought more of them would have made a trip Well, when down, you but... think,
0: of course, Braintree had played Guiseley on the yeah. s- I think it was yes it was Guardiola wasn't it on the Friday and beaten them 2-0. Now that was a huge game for both clubs. And uh, don't get me wrong I'm not knocking the Braintrees and Guysleys as well. In fact lovely people, great clubs. 600 and something yeah. there at Braintree. And um, it just twists the knife a bit further doesn't it for the situation that United are yes. in. But uh, I put it put it like this Braintree enjoyed playing in Monday's atmosphere <laughs> almost mm. as much as Torquay did.
1: Now Brett Williams, one man of the match yep. on Monday, understandably, two goals that counted, one yep. that didn't, and hit the post. And hit the outside You couldn't of the post. possibly have given it to anybody else. No, quite right. But I thought a strong runner-up for man of the match on Monday was Jordan Lee, who yeah. scored the third goal. He
0: scored the third goal and thoroughly deserved to. He'd been close enough he several did. He, times. But well, he the tried.
1: Game. It was, I think, it was the third or fourth time he tried that identical shot, yes. and the yeah. keeper had saved the first. Uh, couple.
0: And of course, he was. He, he's we've talked about him haven't we yeah. in in the, in the podcast for, in recent weeks and and sort of batted for him a little bit mm. you know especially in that right midfield role yeah uh, rather than right back um, and the longer it went on monday the stronger and better he looked didn't he now he does look uh, and, a player doesn't he well no he, he uh, you, you don't get it, you don't end up at Bournemouth's mm. academy without being able to play uh, uh, and and he can play football there's no doubt yeah. about that um, I was a bit sorry for him at Aldershot a couple of weeks ago when, when uh, he he made a few runs down the right hand side in that match as well, especially in yeah. the second half. And his touch just uh, yeah. let him down on a couple of occasions. But um, but no, never mind. He, if anybody deserved a goal on Saturday, he did. Um, and uh, you could what a thrill it was for him. You could yes, and the reception yeah. it got as well. And that's um, his first goal in senior football. First goal in senior yeah. football, and of course. United had not been able to put the game to bed mm. uh, and that goal in the 90th minute finally did so it was a mixture of outpouring of, of uh, uh, joy and relief that yeah. uh, the game was finally done uh, and sorted and three well it, when you look back now uh, they had to win that match a, p- a point in that game would not um. have been good enough.
1: Now the uh, the player of the season ballot is is on. Yes, I missed it on,
0: on I, uh, I, I, I You can that. do it
1: by text I, now. You know, Oh, goodness, in really. This newfangled world right, we are living. Yeah. I've done mine by text. Have you? Well done. Yeah, yeah I, um, I couldn't be bothered with picking up a piece of paper and a pen and r- writing a name down. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think we can see where the. Um, the the main contenders. It's a bit naughty, this really, isn't it? Because we don't want to influence anybody. But I think the main contenders have to be Dan Sparks. He's got to be in there. Luke Young, sure. Brendan Moore. Yes, and I would God say people. Sean McGinty. And Sean McGinty, well. who's um, uh,
0: been, you know, pretty solid at the back. Um, it's, it's it's such a shame, isn't it? That, that in we've had a couple of seasons now where there haven't been like two or three outstanding. No, uh, um, uh, uh, candidates. Last year, of course, it was Nathan Smith. Yeah, um, I think Angus and Dan and Dan right, Butler were with the th- yeah. yeah. top three. Uh, but that was after a season of struggle. Yeah. Um, normally, when you have a damn good season, your leading scorer gets it, and Moms people up, like yeah. Bayoakin Fenware and David Graham spring to mind, and. Did Tim Sills win it or not? I can't I'm remember sure. whether Tim, Tim Sills won it as well. But you kind of like look to your forwards yeah. because they're the guys that have got the glory kind of thing. Uh, but this is this will be tough. This will. Um, Brett Williams is. If believe you me, if Brett Williams sticks the ball in the back oh, of the net two or three more times over the last couple of games, he that, keeps yeah. us up. He can have the freedom of the town if he like. I'll go out with him on a Saturday night if he really wants. <laughs> if but, he uh, gets um, a couple
1: at Dover on Saturday, I'll rescind oh, my vote. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah there you absolutely.
0: Go. Um, so uh, he's what he's what, what nine goals now. Yeah. Um, so he, he, he's sort of. Maybe a late runner to the party for some for some supporters, the, the and, and of course, a lot of them feel he should have been in the team a lot more yeah, than uh, yeah. than he has been. But uh,
1: and the kids like a striker as well, don't they? The kids yes. on the pop side will be voting for a striker. They well do, yeah. So uh, interesting. So, no, it'll it'll. Be, I'm sure it'll be a close vote. And there's a young player of the year to vote in as well. Yeah. There? There's um, There's quite uh, a lot of contenders for that. one That's a good point.
0: Uh, who would you go for, young player of the year? Um, um it's no. You see, Jamie Reed's on loan from Exeter.
1: The players who Sam are hasn't for it,
0: really got in amongst it. Jordan
1: Lee is on loan from Bournemouth. I think if my daughter gets it right and she usually does, I think Sean McGinty might be eligible. For this one, how old oh, is right. Sean? Oh
0: my goodness, that is a good point. I think he's about twenty. We haven't researched this, like this like, probably, no, I have think we? He's a little. He is might, he? Yeah. I mean Anna, Anna, Anna Henderson normally gets these things. She's usually right, pretty she? spot on, but yeah.
1: uh, I may have I may have misheard her there. But anyway, there is a young player of the year vote as well, and yeah. get, get your votes in. It's always nice to um, to take part in these, and uh, the players genuinely well, appreciate it. The, oh, telling me, it's a, it's always a,
0: a huge huge thing for the players. They've been slogging away for. Yeah. you know 9 months and 46 odd games and and more than that obviously with cup matches and uh, uh, so and it's part of the club's history yeah. and fabric isn't it you know you, you in good times and bad you you and the winner is always uh, something for him to remember throughout his yeah. career there aren't many times in your career where you get voted player of the year
1: right you are Nathan Smith was quite bowled over last year Oh, was completely he? knocked yeah. out
0: Cause it, absolutely because he'd better, he better get the trophy back yes, down he, had, he, yeah. but, he could uh, bring it
1: down in person we'd like to see him again won't yeah we? good lad so, so let's look ahead then while we're with matters that are purely on the pitch look yeah. ahead to the next two games wow. the last two games yeah. the permutations are baffling though aren't they really because talking theoretically could lose at Dover on Saturday and still be in with the shout on the last day depending what else I goes wouldn't with
0: be at them. all surprised if that if if that if, that isn't one of the likeliest scenarios. In in other words Yeah. Uh, all right, there is a chance that they could lose at Dover on Saturday and be relegated.
1: Yeah, because if everybody um, around them also I, I, wins... I, I,
0: yes because um uh, uh, that that will uh, i think only uh, um a york win at woking would make that certain yeah. because that would t- take too many people and obviously the other key games braintree are home to barrow yeah uh, Guiseley are away to bromley okay um, Solihull Moors who are already four points clear of United are home to Eastleigh and we'll get on to the other games in a minute so and then you've got that Woking York game on Saturday yeah. which is obviously very important indeed now sh- should York win that and United yeah. lose um, uh, and Braintree and Guiseley both get good results then yeah. United could te- you know, obviously yeah. be relegated uh, uh, fingers crossed everything crossed that that doesn't happen yeah.
1: Um, We're all uh, going to spend Saturday afternoon with well, an abacus. Or the the aren't more we? The,
0: the the more permutations I've run through, the the, the further up my, you know <laughs> what I feel I feel like, and you know y- you end up. Well, I, I was going I to write
1: one of those things for the website that said if Talky win and Geisley win and Woking, and I got completely lost. Yeah, uh, it I it think it have been too complicated correct. to it's, do.
0: It's it's like you know Enigma and the old yeah. uh, Second World War code. I think Letchley it's way. <laughs> right? yeah yeah, um, but I. I, I I, have a fi- I think if United only win one match, I don't think that will be enough. No. I just have a feeling that won't be enough. Uh, uh, if they were to get a point on Saturday or finish up with four more points, that puts them on 51, yeah. then the crucial thing clicks in
1: their goal difference,
0: which is better than everybody else's.
1: Because you and, and Kevin Nicholson as well, you both said a little while ago that you thought fifty-one points would be the crucial. Well, Kevin figure. has
0: always said fifty. Yeah. Uh, um, and and but I, I think even he privately probably yeah. uh, thinks that might, that that probably won't be enough. But fifty-one brings in United's goal difference, because the yeah. fact is that with two clubs, Braintree and York on forty-eight. Geisley on 49, yeah. and solihull Moores and Woking both on 51. If United get to 51, it forces two of the rest to get 52 points. To beat them, if you see what I yeah. mean. Um, because United's goal difference is considerably better than the rest. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're on. United's are minus 10 at the moment. The nearest one to them is Woking, who I think are probably OK anyway. And they're minus 14. All the rest are yeah. considerably worse. Now, if United were to get four points from the last two games their goal is already be better than minus 10 anyway yeah, yeah. so uh, I think that is could well be a crucial factor on the last day of the season um, the, from United's point of view let's face it Dover are odds on favourites to win on Saturday yeah. just as Lincoln were yeah. and look how close United came to getting a result up there so you know you have to cling on to that, don't you? That United are well capable. They've beaten Dover already this season. Yes, Mind you, Ricky Miller didn't start in that game, and we'll get on to him in a minute. He didn't start and still scored uh, in the game at plainmore But United have got this excellent record against teams at the top of the table. Yeah. Um, so let's not be too you know, down in the dumps about that. Um, but... Uh, uh, a hell of a lot must depend on the other results. That's yeah. United are in the territory where, where it isn't in their own hands. Yeah. Um, Braintree, who uh, you know, are in big, big trouble after the defeat at Plainmore, I think have got two very tough matches. They're yeah. home to Barrow and away to Aldershot on the last day of the season. Aldershot, Dover, Barrow all going for the last playoff place uh, um, at, near, near the top of the table. How many points might Braintree get from Barrow and Aldershot away? One. Yeah. If they get three, well, good luck to them. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, they'll be doing very well to beat Barrow on Saturday. Don't get me wrong. Uh, um, you only have to look at Southport 2, Forest Green Rovers nil last yeah. Saturday to know that yeah. absolutely anything in this division can happen. Um, for me, the two interesting clubs in the bottom group, are Braintree and Geisley?
1: Yeah. Geisley
0: have got 49 points, and they have to play Bromley away on Saturday.
1: Yeah.
0: Were they to lose that match at Bromley, yeah. they then have to play Solihull Moors at home on the last day of the season.
1: Which would be a dogfight, to say the least. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Solihull might not be safe no. going into that match, which is exactly, of course, what we want. We don't want that game to be a dead rubber for no. either of those. So... Geisley and Braintree for me. Geisly, Braintree have got forty-eight points. York have got forty-eight. Geisley have got forty-nine. United have forty-seven. So Braintree and Guiseley, because of the of, of the fixtures as much as anything else, yeah, are 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 interesting. Let's face it. If uh, uh, um, if York go to Woking on Saturday and win, then that really does throw it back. Simply yeah. between Torquay, Braintree, and Geisley then, because uh, if York were to win it uh, at Woking, that would give them fifty-nine yeah. point fifty-one points, still with a game to go. Uh, just to reiterate, Braintree's last two games: Barrow home, Aldershot away. York have got Woking away on Saturday, Forest Green Rovers at home on the last day. That's going to mean a lot to either side, isn't it? Well, you just don't know, do no. you? I mean, Forest Green went and won at Tranmere the other <coughs> the other day. Yeah. And then lose at Southport. What's all that about? It's I mean, been a very strange day. Forest end Green of the season, have lost to both yeah. Fer- North Ferriby and Southport in the last few weeks. Where do those two results yep. come from? Guiseley, Bromley away, Solihull Moores at home. Solihull have got Eastley at home on Saturday and Guiseley away. And Woking have York at home and then Dagenham away on the last day of the season. I, I York are, are are just weird I, 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 yeah. I really I think because we thought they'd we all thought, save we so, all we? thought yeah. that they would be pulling yeah. away and do, becoming yeah. the United of the season, didn't we? And they've got some damn good results in the last few weeks without a shadow of a doubt. But don't forget in the last few weeks, they've lost at home to Bromley and Wrexham teams with nothing to play for in the middle of the table. yeah and in last Saturday, Losing 3-1 at home to... Uh, was it Friday? Um, no, Monday. Sorry, it was Monday, wasn't it? Losing 3-1 at home to Wrexham. You know, happy days. What a great yeah. result that was for, from United's point of view. So these matches, that you look at them and think, well, they won't have anything to play for. They will. It doesn't yeah, It no. doesn't seem to no. matter, does it? It no, really it doesn't. doesn't seem to matter. Wrexham were at York on Saturday. They've got absolutely nothing to play for. They're not going up. They're not going down. 3-1. You could can- I ruined, think yeah, yeah,
1: ruined a lot of accumulators. Uh, I'm much, telling you, yeah. yeah,
0: it's just, I think, four points from the last two matches. Obviously, United have got yeah. to beat North Ferriby at home on the last day of the season. I think with their goal difference, that would give them, yeah, a real
1: chance of staying up. So, pressure's on 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 Saturday, so, is Dover. Over Ricky Miller is an interesting character, huh. though, isn't he? Is he the top scorer in the division this season? Not only the top scorer in the
0: division, I think he's the top scorer in the country, isn't he? Yeah, 38 goals. In forty league and cup matches, thirty-eight in forty, phenomenal. Is he getting them in, in
1: twos and threes? You're telling me he's got. Yeah. I think
0: he's got one, four, three hat tricks. Yeah. Um, uh, he didn't score last Saturday. They lost one 0 at Aldershot, where of course United drew one all yeah. the previous weekend. Um, sorry, was it Saturday or, or, or uh, no Monday? We're, we're we get confused
1: in, with the bank holiday weekend. Confused with about.
0: Easter, aren't we? But. Um, I mean, what a record. What a yeah. record. He hinted at it last year uh, where he had a good season. I think he scored, you know, well, plenty last year. Very talented striker. Yeah. I think he had a few off-field problems at Luton. He, he knocked around Lincolnshire football, played for Stamford and Boston, and a load of yeah. those at Sleaford, I think, as well, for a few years. Then got picked up by Luton. Everybody knew he was a good finisher, but he had some off-field problems. They effectively got rid of him, I think. Yeah. Landed up at, uh, at Dover He's been there for the last two years Loads of clubs watching him and Haven't actually goals. come in with the sort of money That would persuade no. Dover to, 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 to part uh, And he's still there And uh, let's hope he's, United yeah. can keep him quiet
1: on, on Saturday he's, Did he score against Was it this season he scored against us at Plainmore? He was did it, it was a wicked deflection It was It didn't start,
0: unbelievably They left Ricky Miller on the subs bench Happy days United beat Dover very early on in... Yeah. in um, August, I think it was, beat them two one. So, having completed their third double of the season against Braintree on Monday, three one
1: both times as yeah,
0: well. Yeah, um, fingers crossed they can pull off a, a, another. What I mean, what a what a result it will be if United yeah. could win on Saturday. Um, yeah, they don't and have then, a good record up their mind, but the crabble. records, record, history's history
1: will history. It, won't, it yeah. won't affect what happens on Saturday, will it? And then, I mean, we'll talk next week about North Ferriby, but um, that should be we said months ago that's going to be whatever happens it's going to boil down even when we were talking about Torquay being a top 10 team and I put my hands up I was guilty of that I thought Torquay really had it in them to finish in the top 10 this season but we looked even then at North Ferriby being a crucial game didn't we yeah
0: I think um, in all of these relegation scraps down through the years and let's face it we've been through this more than enough times a few times the the old mantra is take it to the last day Yeah. take it to the last day take it to the last day and then anything can happen yeah uh, and uh, as long as that's the situation on Saturday night, I think I'll probably, <laughs> I and an awful lot of other people will say, that'll do, let's yeah. just get it to the last day, because everybody else will be looking at who they've got, and oh my goodness, that's a, uh-oh, you have got North Ferriby at home on the last day of the season. They'll have United down for three points on Saturday yeah. week, no matter
1: what, <laughs> famous last words. <laughs> I like your confidence. Um piece that you put on the back page of the paper this week, which has also been online um, interesting a lot of people have been talking on social media about GI this week there's been a lot of um, a lot of noise around about GI but you asked them a very pointed question in the piece on the back of the Herald Express this week which was about whether Torquay next season will be a professional or semi-pro club if they go down
0: uh, uh, or whatever happens, Yeah, I think
1: that's the point is that
0: You know, G.I., Clark Osborne um, uh, have have taken, uh, you know, as if they've been running the club for the last three or four years. No, I don't think so. Uh, They've taken unmitigated stick uh, um, over the last few months, Um, uh, whether you agree with it or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, uh, I think some things probably they haven't handled brilliantly. You know, an awful lot of other stuff which... uh, um, uh, it's, it's almost like they can't do right from wrong in, yeah. in some instances. But the fact is, actions always speak louder than words. And, and to, to come out now, you know, if Torquay United get relegated to the National League South next season, they must come up or at least make a hell of a fist of winning the National yeah. League South and coming straight back up again. Anything less than that is totally, totally unacceptable.
1: Because I'm trying to explain now, National League South to somebody um, somebody from overseas the other day, and just to, to think that it's the first point in English football where things are regionalised. Yeah. It's the first point in English football where being non-professional, being semi-pro, is the norm. Yeah. It's a massive, massive drop, isn't Quite. it?
0: And... That, Given the the fact that Torquay United will be far and away the biggest club in the National League South if they go down, um, uh, uh, that it will not be acceptable for them to finish anywhere except in the playoffs at the very least. I'm sure there will be two or three clubs in the National League South next season who will try and throw some money at it in an effort to get up into the National League. As usual, there's only one automatic promotion place and one through the playoffs, just like there is in the the National League into the Football League. Um, And all the fans who have have supported the club, and even the indications are that they will still go next season if there's a winning team at, uh, at, at Plainmore. To pull those people on board, to get them up for buying season tickets, to turn up and have a decent crowd for the first... First match of next season. Seeing a full time team yeah. on the pitch is a must. And uh, that, uh, any anything else just sound, sends out all the wrong messages oh
1: yeah, about the long term future of the club. It would be a statement of intent as well, wouldn't it? Uh, it would say exactly. that we are serious. We're not just here for building quite. stadiums, yeah. we want a successful football yes. club. Yes,
0: which Clark Osborne has said repeatedly. He yeah. said he doesn't even want to see Torquay in the National League, he wants to see them back in the Football League. Well, that's all very well saying it, but sooner or later it costs money, yeah. and quite a lot of money, as we know already know from all the millions that the Bristos spent last time to get United into the Football League and nearly into League One. So... It's we go along with all the bit about being a sustainable business. You can't throw stupid money at it. But let's face it, you know, United are going to have to come up with a budget next season, which gives them a chance of winning something. Whether it's in whichever division it's in, United are going to have to come up with a competitive budget to win whatever division they're in, or to be you know up there. And, and that then, that, I, that, given the chance, I just yeah. I just I just think you know the one thing that, that the owners are more or less guaranteed of, if they put their money where their mouth is, is a crowd. Yeah, they ain't got it at Braintree, or North Ferriby, or you know, with all due respect, all the other clubs in in the National League South, and half of them in the Conference. Yeah, they haven't got that. What United have got? United were well, two from bottom of the National League. There was 2,600 people there on Saturday. Half the teams in the in this division would give their eye for, teeth for that gate. So where does your business lie? Your business at Talk United lies in the fans. Yeah. And without them, you have nothing, just like every other football club.
1: And now would be a great time for them to come out and say, Yeah, we believe in the future of this football club, yeah. we will stay professional. Yes, yeah, so exactly. Now, what the budget, what the actual... That's
0: more important than stipulating the budget for next season. Everybody, the budget's in the lap of the gods. You sit down and you work out whatever budget you've got. And you give that to a manager, whether it's Kevin Nicholson or anybody else. That's not so important as the principle of remaining full-time and... Uh, you know, nobody expects the budget to be a million quid, or, or you know, it's 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 not going to be a forest green. Of course, of course, it isn't. You know, not unless Dale Vince fancies coming down from Stroud to Torquay for a season. I can't see that happening. Mm. But you know what I mean. Yeah. It, it, it's it's the principle of the statement of this is how we see the foreseeable future of Torquay United, uh, 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 and it just seems to me like a no-brainer.
1: Yeah. yeah. But it it would be good. Before the weekend, certainly before the last game of the season, it would be good to hear from them. Yeah, it?
0: you know, and and just on specifically on, on that issue. I mean, yeah. I, in other words, it's not enough just to keep wearing your businessman's hat mm. because it's a football club. Yeah, uh, you know, we, we, we've at the risk of boring everybody, we've said this before, haven't we? It is not a garden centre no. or a block of flats. It is a football club. That's what they bought when they moved in. They knew it. Yeah, and and you know they've done much more good behind the scenes than some people seem to think. They've been writing checks out almost from the day they turned up. Yeah. Uh, um, if you ask all the staff behind the scenes at Playmore, I know well they would say that, wouldn't they? Because they're in employment there, as uh, mm-hmm. uh, an awful lot better behind the scenes at, at, at United, um, and I'm sure there are other you know things that people will disagree with, and that's absolutely fine. Um, But this particular issue, it it just smacks of the whole perception of the future of the club and where it's going. It's a key, isn't it?
1: Well, thank you very much for uh, bearing with us. Again, we've taken up quite enough of your time on this uh, Herald Express, Devon Live, Yellow Army, Talker United podcast. If you're going up to Dover on Saturday, enjoy the trip. It's a long one. It's a long old trip, but... uh, just have a feeling you might be rewarded and we'll be back next week to... Uh, Let's talk. hope
0: that we are sitting here in a week's time
1: with with, with the maths a little well, bit clearer. What a great position it. it would be
0: if yeah. we could all look at each other around this table, Richard's not with us today, but and, and say, win on Saturday and, 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 okay. they, and they stay up. That, that would be a wonderful, wonderful
1: scenario to be contemplating, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it just. As ever, enjoy your weekend and come on you yellows.